And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. It's The Bonfire, Comedy Central Radio, Series XM 95. Quarantine tapes. It'd be pretty fucking wild if all of a sudden we were just like, live in the studio. I'm Dan Soder. That's Big J Okerson. Oh, uh, give, me, give me a kiss in the mouth. Dude, just hearing the loud smack on one microphone. Joining us, Joe DeRosa. Hanging out. During the, dude, in the quarantine tapes, we're all a community. Everyone's welcome yeah. to the bonfire to cook <laughs> the human flesh that they've killed out on the highways. He's wearing Under Armour. Black Lou, are you a, are you a JV football coach in the inner city now? What happened? Uh, that's exactly right, sir. You guys are gonna be running suicides. You keep that shit up. The local laundromat closed. I went there today to try to wash my clothes after two weeks of being lazy, and they're closed. So I'm fucked. They closed indefinitely, or just like yeah. there's there's caution tape by the doors. It's almost as if someone got was sick there, and they haven't right. you know. So that's terrifying. So it's shuttered. It's... Yeah, our laundry it's, dropped. It's all locked up. Drop-offs now, it goes like to like one day a week now. Really? They only, they're only doing one day. I mean, you're a, if you're a laundromat, you haven't even thought of this. Also, of course, joining us, we got Lou and Lou, Christine and Jacob, and Becky Rodriguez helping us out with any technical issues we might be having. But, Jay, you're right. Uh, I never thought about laundromats just... People receiving big bags of diseased clothes. Oh, yeah, dude. They're, they're, they're balls to the wall doing it. Like, they're in it. They're the ones cleaning the clothes. So it's like, yeah, because I, I, for some reason I thought that they would, I thought laundromats would stay open. They do. Most of them are. Yeah, that's just fucking. Considered essential worker. Like, they can go in. <laughs> now it's kind of up to them if they want to or not. Uh, it regularly was open. Like, now it's pretty much just on the weekends, but then we have one around the corner that's still open 9 to 5 every day. I don't fucking know. I don't know them. Yeah, I don't want them touching my undies. I've been stains. Been been free balling to free balling to save up on undies, man. How green of you! You went fully green, and you you going completely can't. Are you going? Hey, you going gym yeah, shorts, or are you going more like uh, more like brown? If you know what I'm saying, you know what I mean. Uh, Joe's gonna have the most. <laughs> Rose is gonna have the most shit stained denim of this. <laughs> This is going to be, you're going to have those light brown dusts on your fucking, on the seats of your jeans. <laughs> but also, it's going to be right on that seam, that thick. Oh, of dude. The, of the dungaree. Dude, that's yeah, the dude. old, that's, that's the fucking, that's the Levi credit card. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think like, you're right. It's going to look like tractor jeans, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right gonna, up the crease. Yeah, I was, that that how scene was, hits you right where the good Lord split you. Yeah, how was your how was your quarantine? And you go muddy. It was a muddy one. Are you wearing what's your what's your underwear to no ratio underwear? Are you doing like uh, one day off, two days, two days commando, one day bagged up? I'll tell you what, dude. I'm doing all days off, and I got two weeks worth of undies in the in the closet, man. I'm just scared shit might go south. You're just sitting on a stockpile with these aired out balls. Good job, Joe. That's that's good planning. Yeah, dude. I got a fucking Easter ham in the freezer. <laughs> I, I'm st- I got shit shoved away, dude. <laughs> I'm married into quarantine royal royalty, and I moved. Uh, I'm staying at my girlfriend's who has a lot who has washer and dryer. So, so that's big, like, man. It's so big. That's what a home run. What a home run just for life, but also the relationship. I mean, I, you know what? I think I'm going to do a load tonight. I don't know if I'm going to get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm well, you, you and her, you and her ever move in together in a different place? She, you're gonna have to provide that washer dryer system in house again. She, she's not gonna be able to go back to drop off laundry. Or no, I'm just gonna chance. have to become a fucking camel of dirty thongs and just hump her shit to the fucking. <laughs> my, hey, <laughs> I mean, my girlfriend's butt yeah. crud. Yeah, yeah. What do you got there? I go. I got a bag of mine and a bag of my ladies. Yeah, y'all, y'all know how to get shit out of thongs. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I weirdly enough just own, of all things, an absurd amount of underwear. Well, I can. I've noticed that third hand because we went through the Tommy John phase together, and I would say that's still a like a. I would say 40 to 50 percent of my underwear and I know you moved on so I know you have that plus I've got a whole fleet of under of uh yeah. under armor brand Tommy John's I really barely have any of those left because I kind of did a test run with those and those things just blasted in the crotch on me uh, those things just if you can't dry them any underwear you can't dry I'm I'm, I'm yeah. out I don't care uh, and then I got uh, and now the ones that I rock uh, hard rep hard lemons hey what's Yo, up man. what's up you fucking hot mom i got, a, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got fenoy on those they got that tommy john sort of thing where they they they're light real light yeah. and airy but they have a little more like uh the material's got a little more oomph to it than the tommy johns okay i i can see that because i you know now i think of lululemon for like trophy wives that have hung. yeah but then also there's like Lululemon pants that you can wear. They're like sweatpants, but they're like formal sweatpants for men. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, I, I think Finley got a pair of those too for travel. Um, I, okay. you know, call me apartment complex trash here, but I was recently thinking about ordering up, dialing up a three pack of Hanes and sending them out to the girlfriends. Hey, dude, ain't nothing wrong with Hanes, dude. I'm classic, baby. Reefs only. Briefs only. Briefs. Those gonna do boxer briefs. I forgot about Dude. that. I forgot about that. Joe has moved back to just butt, just butt holders, little tussy, little tussy, <laughs> tussy grabbers, dude. Wait, Joe, do yeah. you go get? Do you have like old? Do you have old Italian man underwear, like white that you just wear with a wife beater and your you fucking weird horn jewelry? This is the beauty of a quarantine radio show. Dan, you sit right there. I'll be right yeah. there. <laughs> See the draws, dude. These are show great. us your draws. These are great. When Joe stayed over here before he moved back from Los Angeles one time, he he presented in those one day, and I was he goes, he goes dude, I like the way they hold, and I like the he's like he likes the snug fit, and he's back to briefs. I I can't. I don't think I could ever do it, dude. I don't think I could ever do it. The closest I got were Tommy John's, and they were two. Those are like almost date night underwear for me now. I'm back to just fucking Hanes boxer briefs, the three packs. No, holler if you hear me. <laughs> I got the. Um, you don't know how to treat your nards right, dude. Dude, I don't know. It's just a nice, soft cotton blend. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> What's up, cool start... boy DeRosa? You better start wearing Wow. <laughs> you better start. <laughs> Joe, you better start wearing them and stop saving them. It looks like you don't wear underwear now and just collect the trophies from the boys you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you go, I got a, I got a, uh, I got a pile of bones in Bryant Park if you want to see them. They're little bones, <laughs> but they're bones. <laughs> they just reminded me of the, um, <laughs> and Joe, you, Joe, you're old enough to remember this story with me also, but uh, I was listening to old Stern stuff the other day, Howard Stern. 
back in the, I think it was late 80s episode or something, they were talking about Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie Savitz, I want to say his name was. Dude, and it was the guy was where everybody... about Uncle Eddie last night. Last really? night I was talking about... I swear to God, that's so crazy. Go ahead, sorry, but that's nuts. Yeah, he was a guy who uh, <laughs> was known for, I think, 20 years he, he pulled this off before he got in trouble. But uh, he was just a guy in Philly. <laughs> he was a guy in Philly who, and all these guys were calling Stern. It's great because just Philly dudes. They go, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Like we didn't tell them because we just knew if you wanted Eagles tickets or if you wanted uh, a couple dollars, you, you you have to go over there, and you could you could shit on the floor for them, you could piss for them, you could just give them your dirty underwear, and he'd buy those from you. He always wanted to fuck. They said he'd ask if you would fuck, but if you said no, he didn't push. And uh, and he would just give you the things, but uh, the the big the caveat at the end, you'd like whatever. Let's say you'd go take a shit for him, or you'd give your underwear. He would take your underwear, and then before he gave you the money or the thing, the big deal was you had to slam his dick in a door. <laughs> that was his thing. He wanted you to slam his dick in a door. How I was, as a, I, I just want to know, just from a pleasure standpoint. Is it the is it the pain that's pleasurable, like the actual slamming of the door, or is it after the pain, the throbbing and the this guy? I'm asking anybody. <laughs> where do you think the fuck? Where do where? How the fuck does that get someone off? That's a great question, Dan. DJ Lou, take it away. What do you say? What do you like? The pain, the pain, the pleasure. Lou goes. I'm in it for the splinters. That's the guy. Yeah, Ed Savitz, dude. Yeah, he went as Uncle Eddie, Fast Eddie, and Doctor Feelgood. It's an American businessman, largely an actuary, who was a, yeah, he was also super rich for paying thousands Kept. of boys and young men for either engaging in anal and oral sex or for giving them dirty underwear and feces, which he kept in pizza boxes in his apartment. That's so funny when one guy goes to the box, he goes, no, 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 that's the 12-year-old. To the left? That, that one's the 16-year-old. Open that one up. Get a whiff. I was talking about this. From. I was talking about this last night. And I was telling a friend of mine how me and my friend Dominic would like, because like when we were little kids, this was going on, and our parents would be like, everybody's parents were like, including ours, were like, if this guy ever comes around, avoid him, and you got to be careful. And I remember me and my friend Dominic like talking in hushed tones in the, the playground, like, I don't care, I'll show this dude my underwear. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what everybody who called Stern, I don't give a everybody shit. who like, called Stern had that approach. They're like, why didn't you tell him this guy? Why didn't you go? He was like a nice guy. He just like in it. He goes, they're like, yeah, we had sick tick. He had sick seats for the birds games, dude. Man, his like him getting to the question, like from the first time he asked it to like the thousandth time he asked it. You know, he's like, how about uh, how about I give you some money for your dirty underwear? To the thousandth time, he goes, hey, we call this a uh, we call this a clean wipe. I give you a thousand dollars, you empty out your laundry right now, clean wipe. So the beauty of him, though, actually, of his situation, how he worked, he made his victims were his biggest advertisements. Because exactly at the end of the day, these young kids were like, and they couldn't. But by the way, the money wasn't even that much. But to a kid, he was like, he's like, yo, if you took a shit in front of him and gave him your underwear, it was like eighty bucks, and that's like blow their minds. Yeah, that's good money, dude. That's that good. Is good money. That's a that's an eighth that's an eighth of weed in a fucking eighteen pack of rolling ro or uh, of Keystone Light. I would have done it. Yeah. Soda, I was soda. We were we weren't even at that age, dude. We're talking money for comic books and candy. I mean, that was a 
eighty dollars. That was a oh, fucking you know many, fortune. You know how many? You know how many guys I could have bought taking a dump for a guy? <laughs> a lot. Also, by the way, yeah, no, it's a big thing. Uh, he got AIDS. Oh. Oh, okay. But he was, yeah, Rittenhouse Square apartment building, and promising ten to thirty dollars a visit. So yeah, it wasn't like uh, that much money, but to a kid it would be. But the best part is. Yo, what you're talking about is right. I think it went that young, like money for comic books. It was definitely at the age where you'd be running around by yourself, uh, which yeah, is younger we were... than now, the, the younger then than it was now. But I mean, but uh, but Uncle Eddie's thing was a uh, like when they were talking, the people that were calling in, we're talking about being like 17 years old and just being like it was a quick way to make cash. Like, yo, we need money for weed, and we're gonna go hang out with those chicks. Like, That's what I'm saying, I don't have any dough. It's like, and they'd say they'd go. Uh, all right, I'll tell. I'll not even text, but it's like I'll call. We can go knock on Uncle Eddie's door. Hold up, real quick. I need to go get an eighth. I'm gonna get that fifty bones for that eighth. I gotta go in front of some fucking old guy. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go doo doo in front of this deed. Yeah, yeah, yeah stay in, stay in the Honda. I'm gonna go inside and fucking dookie for this dude. <laughs> Just fucking shit. Guys, big league shoes on me. I yeah, in front of yeah. Yeah, round of jolt colas on your boy. I just took a pee in front of a perv. <laughs> yeah, yeah guess what, guys? Roast beef? <laughs> yeah, guys, cheesesteaks on the kid. I just took over and took, it, took a hard I, took a hard duke in front of Savitz. That new Seagal movie's out, dude. Out for justice. And you go, yeah, I can go fucking, I can go yeah. sell, sell this pair of briefs for fucking tickets. Someone goes, you guys yeah, want to, you guys want to go see the fly? <laughs> he goes. Hey, if I can work up half a bone, you guys can. We can buy popcorn at the movies. Yeah, you want to go get some money from Uncle Eddie? He goes. Yeah, I could shit. Yeah, dude. you just have a burger, and you go. You want to make that back? We, we call this. We call this Philadelphia recycling. Let's go over to his house, and I'll just shit out the meal I just bought for money. I paid for the meal. Our guest just joined in, so I want to introduce him because I, I. I I'm I'm curious to ask uh, you this of you Dan and of our guest because uh, we had more than one character in our neighborhood that was like a thing people knew about, but uh, our guest everybody uh, his special the Tennessee Kid available right now on uh, Netflix one of the funniest human beings I know and all of our dear friend everybody's Nate Bargatze joined the show what's up dude yo, yo. Joey D hey uh, Michelle Michelle Buteau, uh I randomly was. Like, you know, one of these Zoom things, she asked how you were doing. And I was like, I think he's doing great. I said you killed yourself, but I was like, oh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear? <laughs> uh, but I'm glad to see you, buddy. Nate, what, bar Nate, what barbecue house are you doing the show from? <laughs> I'm doing it at uh, I mean, uh, uh, Dickie's, like at a Dickie's famous Barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Barbecue, that's what I play baseball for. Uh, that's team, Wits Barbecue. Uh, they sponsor this. And it's mandatory in show business. If you're from the South and you start to get famous, you have to have a cooking show at some yeah. point. Nate's, <laughs> Nate's going to be on knocked, TV soon. They called and knocked on Nate. They go, had a pretty good 2020, huh, buddy? Well, how about you show America how to make some beans? That's oh, so I end up leaving and just driving to McDonald's. I had McDonald's today. <sighs> yeah, was yesterday, too. Huh? They have a, they have a guard in the drive-thru. A plastic. Oh, I, thought, I thought you meant like an armed guard. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the guy with a gun. Uh, but they have a the, uh, thing that you can, you know, so you can't spit on them. <laughs> What'd you get? Tweet. 
Uh, I got like a ladies meal. I got a just one hot McChicken with small fries. Ooh, uh, no, you know, it's like a little lady. But, you, but Nate, my, you, it's what my wife gets all the time. Like something that's like just a little tiny. Like how you doing? Nate, why are you half stepping? If you're going to McDonald's, go big. Swing for the fences, dude. Big Mac. I go enough that I need to. You know what I mean? Like you. That's what you do when you don't go. Yeah. I go so regularly that I start doing like kind of a diet within their own menu. Like I, they try, they try curbing you. They try curbing you on the drive-through. They go, "Hey, Nate, you're back again, huh? You know we have a salad menu. Yeah, That's pretty good." It's like, did you know they have grilled chicken? You know, um, the adults can order the Happy Meal. You don't have to have a kid in the car. So maybe it's a sensible enough amount of calories that you could get through the day. I'm just putting it out there. Me and Christine talked ourselves out of McDonald's last night and made the healthier choice of cheesesteaks. Um, yeah. Where do you get cheesesteaks from? Shorties, there. Uber, Uber Eats is bringing shorties over here. Oh, I tell you guys what I ate after I left you last night. Please, it was the worst decision I've ever made. I went to three delis. I couldn't find the luncheon meats I was looking for. I went into Dwayne Reed. I bought a pack of TGI Friday tater skins and TGI Friday mozzarella sticks and a jar of Prego, and oh. ate that. That was it. Was disgusting. Oh my god! Are you Prego? Disgusting. Are you part raccoon? Who eats like that? <laughs> you just went like a good idea. What was the Prego was, for? Dude, Joe, if I saw you buying, if I saw you buying that food, I'd be like, "Oh, cool! An alien took Joe DeRosa's skin and is learning how to live in humanity." I need salt. I need sodium. Normal, and he's like, "Uh, "I bought these things." He goes, "Human beings like potato skins. I bought potato skins." Well. Here's the worst part. I was drunk enough that I bought two boxes of each, so I got to eat that meal again at some point, okay. which sucks. Well, good thing the Prego is going to hold up. <laughs> well, I needed to get the mozzi sticks in sauce, and that's the only kind they had. And then the thing, the son of a bitch in mozzarella sticks had their own sauce in the box, I and they didn't say, tell I would have assumed. I would have assumed that was the case. <laughs> Yeah, you better, you better hope you don't run into toilet paper with those kind of mills. <laughs> like that's, dude, I've been. Those are the mills that are buying all the toilet paper, yeah. like that. Like they're like, man, I need it. Yeah, and Joe, I would almost guarantee if you go look at that box right now, the box does say that there is sauce inside. I guarantee it. Shut the fuck up, Jay. <laughs> um, Nate, when you came in, we were talking about. So, do you, Dan, do you have something to say? No, I'm good. Uh, I was going to fill him in on the thing we were talking about because I bet Nate, there's a character. In Nate's life, I'm sure that some sort of correlation. I was saying I was listening to old Howard Stearns the other day, and when they were talking about a topical thing from the late 80s, and I remember this from being from West Philadelphia where this all happened, uh, uh, Uncle Eddie Savitz, this guy, when I was a kid, he was legend. Uh, I never saw him. I don't know anyone who dealt with him, I don't think at all. But everyone always talked about this guy, and he eventually got caught after doing this for 20 years. But he was the dude you can go to his house if you were a kid and all the kids knew and no one told their parents because you can go and either do everything from just give him your dirty underwear and he would buy it from you or you could shit in front of him or uh, you could shit on him. He would want to fuck you. And if I guess you would get more if you would like fuck him or suck his dick or something. But everyone knew about it and no one said anything because he just became like the bank for children to have money to go to McDonald's and movies and stuff. And go. That's what we were doing. Was when you came in, we were going like, it's like, yeah, you want to go to the movies? Like, yeah, I'm flat broke on cash. He goes, but I could shit. <laughs> you want to go to Uncle Evans? Like, I could shit. 
<laughs> but we also had we had we had the cat lady in our neighborhood. We said that was like because they're fish. She wore crazy makeup and just stood outside by the schoolyard always and just looked at yeah. the kid. Well, those are two different very people that you're asking me if I know. It's no, like no. a crazy cat lady, a guy that is molesting children knowingly. Well, yeah, I don't know if you call him molesting them. I mean, when he's offering, he 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 would only molest you if you would let him molest you. If you were just willing to go, now nah, I'll just take a dump in front of you. He goes, that's fine too. It's like yeah. if you get if you get bit by a dog, it's like, well, did you aggressively go after it? Yeah. Then he's yeah, going to bite. Right. Like, oh, I grabbed like, its tail. I grabbed yeah, his tail. Of course, you got bit. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. fucking guy doesn't know dogs. Yes, of course, I went after it. When Uncle Eddie got in trouble, I bet there were more kids in town that were bummed out. Especially if it was parents. I don't know how he got caught, but if it was parents that turned him in, I bet there was the one kid. That's how I felt when I got a tattoo when I was 15 and my mom lost her shit. And she was like, and and we all used to go to the same place to get tattooed underage. And my mom lost her shit and she was like, I'm going to go down to that place and I'm going to fucking have it closed down. And I was like, mom, please don't make me the asshole whose mom (laughs) shut down. I go, let another kid's mom do that. And she eventually didn't do it. She didn't do it. I'm trying to think of which one of my mom's friends would just because my mom would just be like mad at me and then be like, you're an idiot. But they, I had friends who had moms who were like, I'll blow this whole fucking operation up. My friend Byron, we used to smoke cigarettes. And when we were like 13, I was riding my bike home and his mom just stopped and she had really tinted windows. So it looked even more mafia like And she just rolled down the window and she goes, I know you and Byron smoke cigarettes. You have a week to get him to quit. Or I'm telling your mom. And I was like, this <laughs> fucking lady. I just remember being like. <laughs> That's so funny to picture a 14-year-old having to quit cigarettes. And he's like at school like, oh, Like yeah, you kind of shake it off. Shake. He's like. The yeah. war of, fuck the war of 1812. I need a fucking camel. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My buddy, uh, the guy, one of my best friends I grew up with. He is they, they his dad was the pastor of the church we went to so his his uh you know so that I mean his parents were pastors and he went to a rated R movie once and uh, I'd like to see uh, Terminator or something like that and his mom just walks in the theater going Kenny Kenny oh. and just like and just got him and made him leave in front of everybody oh, and he was sir. I mean I think he was even seventeen or eighteen like old enough to even possibly be in there. It just called out like when George Costanza and Seinfeld just goes in front of the screen, just yelling out for Gary. <laughs> You're not going to watch this garbage in a movie theater. That sucks because you can hide for as long as you want. You can just fucking dip down. But if it's the embarrassment, it gets you to be like, "Mom, shut up, shut up, mom. I'm right here. I'm coming the over." Is, yeah, the funny thing is, that, you know, the first couple like uh, Kenny's that she yelled out is that his name, Kenny? Yeah. The first couple of Kenny's though, like you know, his friends are. He heard it, and his friends heard it, and his friends look at him like, dude, that's your mom. And he went, what? <laughs> no, he was trying to, he was trying to look forward, so he's just yeah. never, never acknowledging it. He, was, forward, like, he goes, guys, I'm in the middle of this word scramble. <laughs> I need help with this word scramble. He goes, I, I'm not. Kenny, sorry, I'm a one-track mom. Kenny. He goes, dude, that's definitely your mom. He goes, no, who? He goes, Sherry, the lady he goes, yelling, man. He goes, Cher, Cher co-starred in <laughs> Moonstruck. You could, if you get into like just doing what people, your comedy with like that, or like when people wake up. I mean, you're you're one of the best. You're the Jeff Dunham of that. You're the best I've ever seen of just like 
a situation and the person having to realize it. You're, you're a phenom. You're a phenom at that kind of comedy. I've just I've been in that situation before where they're yelling out and you know it's for you. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey you. And you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, hey, hey fatso. <laughs> he goes, Jay, I think that guy's looking for you. He goes, me? Who? That guy screaming? No. No, stop it. Stop it. Um, it's so fucking funny to be pulled out of a thing. I feel bad. I said I, I always I tricked my grandmother and had her drop us off to see Juice. Because they were saying people were killing each other at the movie Juice. And I told her I was going to go see Cuffs with uh, Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Christian Slater's Perfect. film Cuffs. Never actually saw Cuffs. Seen Juice a lot, though. Juice Juice cuffs. Juice. Both. I, I saw Juice upon its release on video, but I think I saw Cuffs in the theater. Man. I think I saw that in the fucking theater. I don't think Jerome, I've heard of either one of these movies. You've heard of Juice before, Tupac. Maybe you've dude. heard of Juice Cuffs. I have no idea what that is. It's a Christian Slater classic, Nate. He's a detective that's handsome, that's kind of like Jack Nicholson, but not really. And it's in San Francisco. It's that uh, it's that uh, it's that unfortunate transitional period, though. It's when Slater was getting too old to play a rebellious radio DJ at high school, yeah. and he started having to do adult roles, and nobody wanted to see him. Nobody wanted to see the kid grow up. Those poor Stranger Things kids are all going to have like a cop movie soon, and nobody's going to want to watch it. That's he's going to knock his own two adult front teeth out to make sure he can still work. He's going to be in a three-car garage in Beverly Hills just holding his hand over the thing going, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it if I could take two teeth out. He's like, all right, I'm going to bite the table. Step on my head. Guys, did it work? Oh, there it is. I can feel it. My tongue's touching my gum. I'm going to be the... They go, are you okay? He goes, are you okay? He goes, I feel perfect. (laughs) Blood coming down his chin. Blood coming out. I've been reborn. Was there there anybody who's, uh, like I said, we've talked about this before on the show, but I I didn't know anyone who, or any kids who fuck teachers or anything. That that didn't go around my neighborhood at all. I'm trying to think if there was ever anything. How about a friend whose parent had something really embarrassing happen? Because you think about that, like the Uncle Eddie guy, it's like he was like a single uh, older gay guy at that point. But they don't know anything about like a kid in high school where like his dad or something just got in trouble for some fucked up shit. I mean, Ari's dad was well, uh, raising his hand almost immediately. In the Holocaust. Yeah. yeah. No, Ari's dad went to jail for like some kind of crazy like, like white collar thing. But it was like something. He went away for a while. It's crazy. It's a weird thing. It's, fun. it's always weird when you find out friends of yours, dads did stints in prison. Or jail, and you're like, yeah, that'd be nuts. DJ Lou, what yeah. was yours? What one of your, one of your friends did something? Our, uh, can you hear me? Uh, one of our friends' fathers, same thing. If you needed money, you would go over to Mr. D's house, and he would pay you for naked push-ups. Whoa! Shit. Was, and what? Then did it get exploited at some point? No, nobody ever gave it up because everybody was so embarrassed that, that they were doing it. And can I ask? Can I ask what the rate was? I've never went there. Uh, I, I was wondering if you bust if you bust out ten naked, do you get like ten bucks? Is it a dollar did, a push up? You, you did it for free. You're like, oh, no, I'll give you this one. <laughs> you know, I'm try, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get in the summer shape. Yeah, you're Stay my boy's back. Yeah. You're my boy's dad. I know. Keep your money, man. <laughs> good time. Two questions. Can Brad money, sleep over? Money's no good here. Money's yeah. no good here. <laughs> Number one, can Brad can Brad sleep over this Friday? Number two, how about I go till I drop? 
I'm good. All right, let me. Just <laughs> close off. He goes, he goes. Yeah. He goes. That summer, Brad slept over every night, and man, did I get in shape. Yeah, I started putting up 280 on bench. <laughs> Wait, why push-ups? You think sit-ups would be the better thing if you're trying to see dong? Look at that tight tush, dude. <laughs> Tussy. Um, little clenched up tush, dude. Whiskey. It never came out, Lou. It never came it never out. Came out. No, it was just a secret amongst town. Everybody just knew about it, and nobody busted him because I don't think he touched him. He just wanted to see them do naked push-ups. And would, and would like people go like kind of what we were joking around about? Would people go get like beer money and be like, "Yeah, dude, I like I gotta get I gotta go get a pump in and fucking get enough for a six pack." Yep. Was, he, was any kids ever doing it? And then what's the kid's name? Brad. Was I think Dad. Oh, whatever the kid's name was, but he, let's, let's just call him Tommy for the sake of anything. Did Tommy ever come home and wonder why his friends were already there? The dad's going like, put your goddamn pants on. You act like you can't see him. <laughs> He's in the garage. He's in the garage. Go in the goddamn bathroom and get dressed. Go in the bathroom and get dressed. <laughs> you go, what are you What are you doing over here, Ethan? And he goes, and he's like, surprise. He's sweating. He's yeah, holding, he goes, he's holding wet cash. He's doing, he's doing <laughs> post push-ups breath where he's like, uh, you want to play video games? I am. <laughs> Why'd you, why'd you he's got a wad of cash in a rubber band. He's, yeah, he goes. He just finishes rubber band. He's like, ah, no. He goes jump backwards. He goes, crisscross, man. Make you want to jump. 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 jump yeah. You're a push-up, man. You are motivated to get in shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> if that's a dollar a push-up, that is motivating to crank out a lot of them. Yeah. No. Yeah. Surprised. Jesus Christ. Well, you got to pay a lot of money to keep the children. You're really just paying to keep everybody to be quiet. <laughs> That's what you're yeah. paying. It's not, it's, the push-up is a decided point. <laughs> as far as your enjoyment, that gay push-up is in a different place. It's all. <laughs> you could just go. Can I? You can. He would just give you twenty dollars for no push-up. I'm sure there was like a kid that was like, I don't do push-ups. He's like, obviously. Worker, he's not going to be like. Well, Dude, I would have been the first one for the push-up. Been the first one to come in and go. Listen, I'll go half price for naked jumping jacks. I don't know what we're doing here, but just give me five, 50 cents a naked jumping jack. I'll tell you what. I'll swing my sack around for a Finsky. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, just dangle it for you. How about, how, about a, how about a little puppet show for 15, huh? He was also, I like he was also so committed to the push-up, too, that he goes, but I tell you what, he goes, all 20 got to count, and he puts his, he does his fist under the chest to make sure he goes, one, two, three, he goes, no, I'm not counting All the way down. That one. I'm not counting that one. Mm-hmm, go. I would be that guy. I'm so... He, I would want to do good push-ups. I would be so upset if I didn't, like, crank out like at least fifty. Yeah. You look like you know you're in your I mean? la- you look like you're in your layer to pay children to do naked push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> you look like the guy that buys the video of the push-ups from him. <laughs> I wouldn't get involved in that, but I mean, like I I've watched the videos. <laughs> I can't I can't be in the room. I can't be in the room lo- just legally. But I'm just curious what that looks like, though. I'm curious what it looks like. <laughs> he goes, "Could you do a?" A two camera shoot, maybe like up, you know, and then like uh, like a down angle. Uh, I mean, I went to Catholic school for 12 years, man. I know I knew I have priests when they all got busted. I knew priests that went up the fucking river, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. Did you feel up? Did you feel up? Do you mean up the river to another church? Isn't that what happened with all of them? (laughs) They just sent them away. No, no, I know two that went to jail, dude. It was big news. They were like one of them was the president or vice president of my high school. 
crazy. Damn, <laughs> and he was out here fucking. Was he like just touching kids, naked push-ups? What's the story? I don't remember. I, I I don't remember what. I mean, whatever he did, it was bad enough to go to jail. But we we he didn't do it when he was at my high school. They like we when he was at my high school, he was in fucking witness protection. <laughs> like like he got outed after. You know what I mean? Like Damn, he got you guys were just, you guys were so yeah, you guys were too ugly. He didn't want to fuck you. He came and he's like, "Oh, I got put in a all dog pound." <laughs> all that church molestation. All that church molestation was just like the music industry. Like it was running wild in the seventies. Like, <laughs> well, here's what happened. He goes, "I sucked off a priest. I got a record deal with Atlantic. Next thing I know, I'm on the road with the Stones." <laughs> yeah, but it was a different time. It was a different time, though. He goes, "Ah, you had yeah." Dude, you could smoke in airports. You could suck a priest dick, and then, you know. Three teachers that bang students. My school was notorious for the fuck. Oh, one of my two gym teachers, one of the guys banged the hottest girls. I was so jealous of him. (laughs) He would take him in the guys in the locker room. Man, I know two of the girls he banged. I was so in love with one of the girls. And then a gym teacher, a female gym teacher, banged my friend's brother. And then another she, teacher, she, wait, Jacob, hold on. Another teacher went to jail. Jacob, we'll get to the jail story finally. Uh, was the gym teacher like a, you know, are we talking about softball catcher or are we talking about like a hot gym teacher? She was rocking body, but no face, but her face. Rocking body. Thing. Oh, that's great where she's like, Uzlowski in my office right now. <laughs> I'm ready to sit on some pecker. And I'm I've chose you. <laughs> just... Kowalski, my muff needs punching. Get in here. Yeah, sorry, grab that yeah, bag. Grab that bag of loose assorted balls and get in here. Hey, hey, Langston, I saw you climb up the rope with just your arms. How about you finger pop me in the fucking yeah. the dodgeball cage? And Jacob just has to run around and do laps because just laps. And he's just like much. <laughs> and he's mad. The other kids are mad. Because it's good for cardio. <laughs> she had no interest in me. Oh yeah, man. She she's probably the goods. Did she? Do you know if they fucked once? Did they fuck twice? I think she. All I know is he banged her once. But like my other, the guy, the man, the female gym teacher, man, he was. That was like his pastime. I am one of the few people that I that I know that doesn't even have a story. I, I, Dude, Metzger's got one of like almost like I think <laughs> Stefano told us, like banging a fucking like friend's mom. Not Metzger himself, but like, you know, of like in the group of friends, like somebody banged one of the other friends' moms and shit. I'm like, that's such Crazy. soap opera shit. As a kid, when you don't have any perspective on the world as a kid, uh, which of course I didn't as much as anybody too, I couldn't and my mom was single for many years. If I find out like one of the cool kids from school or anybody from school Fucked my mom, dude. Like I, I may have killed myself. There's a chance. My I'm question is, Jay, Jay. My question to you is this: Would you rather have your mom banged out by the cool kid in school, or? <laughs> I like it. I like the question. You rather come home to your friend being winded after doing naked push-ups for your dad? Oh God Ooh. damn it! Oof. So wait, so my We're dad. Gonna go around the room and answer, and I'm going to tell you this right now: gay dad push-ups. Why? Because you're just like, oh, dad's gay. 
out of him. You just sell him up the river. You go, my dad's gay. Let's get out of this thing. Uh, your dad's a little more than gay. He's making kids come over and do push-ups. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> Nate. He is. He's, he's business savvy too. I'll tell you. Can I tell you <laughs> what? Look at a kid tells about his dad. Where you're like, yeah. no, his dad was a garbage. He was a garbage person. And you're like, hey, my dad was cool. <laughs> my dad was rad. He had foresight on how to see some tight tushes yeah. and some fucking strong shoulders. Guy's fifty years old. He's still. Guy's fifty years old. He's still pulling twelve-year-old dick. Um, <laughs> But he, uh, but what you call? I, I, I tell you what, my answer changed throughout that uh, exchange we had right there. I was first, gonna, I was first gonna say my mom, uh, with the coolest kid in school banging your mom. I don't even know why. I just seemed like the instinct answer. But why I'd go to my dad uh, having the kids do naked push-ups is because uh, I at least have, I have a, a leg to stand on in the arg- if that gets exposed. Yeah, which it, which it will. You have like, yeah, so then you get to go to school and be like, yeah, these fucking moes were over there doing it. Yeah, my dad's a creep, but these fucking fruits are over there just uh, kissing their dick holes to my carpet for my dad. Like that's weird too. They're weird too. You would like it just so you could meet your dad. You're like that means he'd be at home. <laughs> yeah, that's the funniest thing. The whole part of this whole thing is just for us to get dads at home. We're like, you know, yeah, oh, maybe have a talk with them, have a catch. Have him uh, tell me that he's gay. I guess the yeah, push-up can... thing, just because he'd be there. Yeah. And also he'd be yeah. encouraging physical fitness. That's a, great... <laughs> a great point. Those ants, both of those answers are clearly from men that did not have dads. That is the wrong choice in that scenario. That is the wrong choice. The last thing you want to do Joe, let me tell you this. Is your dad to be a known pedophile? That's insane. Yeah. But Joe, let me say it like this. Your mom's a pedophile too. Your mom fucked a teenager. No, no, that dude that fucked my mom is awesome. And there is a fucking difference, and you know it. (laughs) If your mom's gonna fuck some if your mom's gonna fuck a high school kid, it's gonna be one of the ones that got the early mustache. You know what I mean? Like one of those. Oh yeah, dude, you got that fucking who was that teacher that dated that Filipino kid that had a mustache at twelve? Laterno? They're married now. They're married yeah. now with kids. Oh, they're divorced, Joe. She's divorced. back on the market. Get on it. All right. All right. Well, let's, Did, uh... let's, take a, let's take a quick break and come back with more answers on the greatest question known to man. Would you rather the cool kid bang your mom, the cool kid from your high school bang your mom, or would you rather your dad pay for gay push-ups? From you will have a Canadian take on this whole thing, which might be a whole different kind of answer. Oh, no one cares if you do a naked push-up. Oh, stop no it. That's cares. how you get the fresh, freshest syrup. The Sphinx didn't come up with a more difficult question than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's take a break. Joining us, Nate Bargetti and Joe DeRosa. It's the Bonfire Quarantine Tapes. And now, back to the Bonfire with Big J. Okerson and Dan Soder. Quarantine Tapes, Comedy Central Radio, Series 6 and 95. Big J. Okerson, Dan Soder. Fun cast here today. The whole crew's here. B-Rod. Uh, Joey DeRosa, and of course Nate Bargatze hanging out with us uh, for the whole show. Uh, what a fun show these questions are. I love these kind of questions, man. They're so good. Black Lou ran away because he doesn't want to answer. Now I'm starting to think Black Lou's dad used to watch naked <laughs> push-ups. By the way, that I is, I, I thought about since you said close it. close to home. Yeah, when you said that me and Dan wanted dads so bad that we would we would have be known pedophiles versus your mom being a whore, I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even overthink that. I go, oh, a known pedophile. Here's the thing, it's only known to the other kids though. Like, because yeah. you said no one told DJ Lou. You said nobody told. 
So you're, yeah, you're basically going like, so that means I know him as well. Then yes, I would love yes. it. Yeah. I could have a catch. I could have a catch with a guy. Oh, dude, I get to find out all of his favorite albums from growing up. There'll be a lot of talking. You know, it's it's just just the the gay naked pushups are just a little a little. I think you got a gay is you're not you're throwing gay around a lot. It's way worse than gay. Like you're you're, you're acting like it's kind of fun. Like it's like hey, your dad's gay. To make it progressive, Nate. You're like Nate. It's progressive. No, no, no. Hey, the yeah, Spart- old. You're like from the 1940s, like an old man. Dude, it's like, dude, this is what. This is what the Spartans used to do for soldiers. This is cool. He's got away with it for so long. Forget yeah, dude, it's, Who cares? So it would be so devastating if the if that figure that kind of figure in your life was a like Jim, Jim Carrey when he used to do stand up had a joke where he's like, could you he just goes, uh, could you imagine if you found out your parents were in hell and he just goes, they taught me everything I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> That sums up the way you would feel if you found that your dad was funny, man, me, and da- he me, and Dan, me and Dan, me and Dan already have our talks now where people are going to go, uh, hey, you know, it's like, yeah, I know. You guys just see the gay pedophile who has everybody coming over after school to do naked push-ups, but he's so much more than that to me. He's the guy who told me how to ride a bike, and when I told him to let go, he told me he already let go. That's the guy I know. That's I don't the know the naked push-ups so, guy. Come to me. You want to come to me with numbers? I come back to you with numbers. We have never had physic- better physical education numbers. Than my father implemented his push-up program. Our football team is seven and three. Our basketball team is headed to the second straight Final Four. Are you tell me dominating the presidential fitness test dominating everyone be able to climb the road economy is up because money is in the community you know that curveball you can't hit guess who showed it to me (laughs) guess what guess what after push-ups sometimes my dad just didn't kick him out he taught him things he was more than a pedophile that paid for push-ups he was a mentor hey guys guys is he a pedophile yeah but does a pedophile not bleed? <laughs> does a pedophile not feel the sun? Does a pedophile not make delicious French Sunday morning? We're going to talk about comic books. <laughs> pedophile knows that you like extra crunchy Jif and not the creamy kind everyone else likes. You're a pedophile. Does that pet- Does your pedophile ask my mom to dance at the Under the Sea dance senior year of high school? Go Fresno Vikings. When he sees that tight little 12 year old ball sack from behind, he sees a uniform. <laughs> Even the biggest whales need blowholes. That's his blowhole. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what, it all ring, it all rings much better to me than finding out my mom's just a slut for some kid oh, who was dude. mean to me in high school. Also, after that kid yeah, gives no you a way. kid gives you a swirly and then he lets you know that he just deep dicked your mom. Let me tell you, that kid is so awesome. I'm gonna try to be friends with him after I found out he banged my mom. Wait, you say <laughs> you this guy cucked you into a friendship? Fuck yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if a kid who went to school with you came out of your mom's bedroom and talked to you like he's a guy banging your mom. He goes, hey, champ, what's up? He goes, you want to uh, go run a movie or something? I'll take you. Even, even better if he came out of your mom's room. If he, if he came out of your mom's room and talked about hot girls that went to your high school with you. He's like making a sandwich and he goes, dude, your mom gets hotter than Cheryl Driggs. And you go, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, no, I fucked her too. And it's like, she didn't even know what she was doing, but your mom's got them years on her, dude. Just knows how to push his back off the headboard. And you're like, <laughs> please stop. Please stop. Like, dude. Yeah. Sega, you're like, ah, oh. 
goes, now look, now uh, Cheryl, now Cheryl, now Cheryl Johnson from school is a pretty woman, but I mean, your mom, that's that's a woman's tits in that bedroom right there. <laughs> Can you just get out of here, dude? Can you stop talking to her? <laughs> by the way, kid. By the way, kid. I know I'm not your dad. Doesn't mean we can't do dad stuff. You want to go to Mickey? <laughs> he, goes, I know, he goes, hey, I know, your, I know your dad's locked up for pedophile photos of boys doing push-ups. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Hey, do you think he has to be? What if he's a great younger? What if he's a great younger than you? Oh, dude, younger hurt. guy. That would really hurt. Yeah, way to add, way to add that some seasoning talking. to the question. Nate. This, that was the question. That was the real question. I was picturing him being in the same class as you, and he sits behind. He sits behind you, and when you you flip your test over, and it says A plus, he gets in your ear and he goes. Proud of you, kid. <laughs> he goes. He goes. We'll celebrate tonight at home. Like, home. <laughs> How about your mom and I take you out to Fuddruckers? <laughs> <laughs> You're over your shoulder. You're going. What? Yeah. Hey, what? You gonna pick the movie from Blockbuster tonight? He goes. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. Your dad used to pay me to do push-ups naked in front of him. You go. Double slam dunk. He goes, you he goes, got so me this twice. Is, so this is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> about uh, you know that uh, in the with LeBron James's mom uh, with that with the basketball player. We covered that recently. De about yeah, Delonte West, dude, his life is like he's like a drug addict. Do you think uh, that yeah. do you do you think LeBron like ended him? Is that why you think he's like that? Or you think he always just had a problem? They said he was bipolar. He was all no. I think he had, he had all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because they played when that rumor was going around. They were I think they still played, and then he left and went to another team. Like uh, you know. Awesome. But they kept saying, "Yeah, it's crazy." They kept saying that though about when it was happening. They were like, "So what? Like they're all adults." I go, "Dude, it's weird to be in the it's locker weird. room and a guy's that, banging your mom." That yeah, would be, yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus! Like LeBron just goes and visits them at night and just bends down to him and goes, "You like where your life's at now?" Like he's <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. I mean, he's just like every night. That's the picture we don't see LeBron going. Yeah, Dante. Yeah, Dante. Dante West goes. I can still smell a pussy on my fingers. Yeah. LeBron goes. LeBron leads in. He goes. Might have fucked my mom, but God fucked you, dude. I mean, Delonte West. It's crazy that 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 happened, and all of a sudden we saw a TMZ video where he got like arrested, and you're like. Damn, but I guess a bunch of NBA players, I think in, I, I heard even including LeBron James, reached out to him to try to help him. And he's just like so fucking mentally, you know, he's bipolar. He's like severely bipolar. I think he just like didn't accept the help at all. He's living, he's living in LeBron James' mom's house now. <laughs> you just oh, dude, he comes home and he's just got a cigarette in the corner of his mouth. He goes, oh, I'm leaving the door open. And he's like, oh, <laughs> shut up, Delonte. Hey, King. Oh, what's up, King? Welcome home for Thanksgiving. Me and your mama cooked. That's why that question, Nate's right. That's why that question's made worse. If the kid is an underclassman, if you're a senior and a sophomore bangs your mom. Damn, dude. Is that worse than having a dad? The sophomore kid's probably already class president. He's very school president at that point. That guy's got the confidence of a teacher. Walk, I mean, yeah, the guy's walking around and he goes, there's no point beating him up. There's no I point. I'll be a, yeah. He's like, I think mid I'll be okay for midterms. I'm going to be all right. <laughs> he just so cracks the door open and smokes in the back of the room, like during the class. Like he's just like. <laughs> Keeps his hand out the door. And he goes, he goes, by the way, uh, that, that isn't actually true. Louisiana purchase was, uh, <sighs> I think it was. Uh, <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry, 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 sorry. Let me get that outside. That extended, I believe, to east of Colorado. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, 
the French owned a lot of territory. <laughs> Dude, you got to even that question out. He takes a call. He's like, hello. <laughs> like he's just a dude like he looks at you he goes dan it's your mom yeah it's your mom <laughs> you need anything she's at target he goes yeah yeah no stove stovetop would be great hey we're gonna do pork chops with stovetop is that all right you gotta even that question out now though so the the kid that bangs your mom is young is younger than you so that's one side of it you got to pepper the other side now now you got to say the, the the kids your dad watched Watch do push-ups. We're all seventeen in a state where it's a little ambiguous about if seventeen right. is legal or not. Yeah. <laughs> so a gray area for stat, a gray area yeah. for statutory rape. So now you're almost like, was my dad a pedophile or was he just scouting young talent? That's what you say to the, yep. that's what you say to people, and they go, your your father's a pedophile. Joe, what you were saying last when we thing was we're sweetening the pot here is your dad. Uh, getting. I mean, to get back into this is what's even funnier to go. All right, yeah, sorry, yeah, all right, sorry, guys. So, anyways, this uh, so this Joe real. First. So, Joe, your dad. Well, Joe made a good. <laughs> your dad be. <laughs> Joe, Joe wants to know: Will your dad be uh, getting naked favors from? So, all you're finding out basically that your father's doing gay stuff with people you know, but it's it's legal technically. It's not legal. Well, you don't know if it's legal. It's just it's right on that fence. Remember when James Franco got in trouble and that chick was like, I was only 17. And he was like, well, but you could say it was legal in New York. And like yeah. everybody, nobody knew how to feel about it. Uh, that's where your dad is. So he's a maybe pedophile. But he's definitely into some weird <laughs> shit. Uh, not because it's gay, just the push-ups naked part and the younger he has a, it's one, If he's in a relationship with this guy, then it's like, then it's like James Franco. What you're describing is straight, like, like that's not good. It's not a good thing. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Uh, at, if the kid is 24, it's not Where's good. my dad? Not a good thing. <laughs> Wait, why is it bad if he's 24? I mean, just paying them to come do push-ups yeah, you're right. It's not a good look either way. No one's going to be like, well, they're, you know. Legal or not legal, not a real good look Let's for the say, family. say, what if you walk in and it's a 75-year-old man doing push-ups for your dad? Oh, dad, way to bring fitness to the elderly. Yeah. yeah. So, also, you guys got some gay shit going on, or what's up? What would be the argument your dad will make when he gets caught and he goes, what if I was doing a 75-year-old man? Are you going to be that mad up? Are you going to be upset then? <laughs> if I went older, I mean, what? I'd be way more upset if it was a 75-year-old man. Well, Joe, you told me I couldn't do it with your friends at school, so I decided to do it with some older guys. Pick something, Joe. What do you want me to do? Can you please stop, Can you please stop moving the goalposts? I'm trying to have naked pictures of men do push-ups. I'm more into 75-year-old men than beautiful young boys. I'm doing this for you, son. He goes, yeah. son, I'm going to teach you a lesson about life. You don't do these push-ups, so who's going to do them, Joe? Goes, I'm going to teach you a little something about life. Skin elasticity starts breaking <laughs> off around 45. He's just sitting there with some real moldy fruit right now. He's sitting there in a, in a, in a dad T-shirt that says, born to train. <laughs> like, <laughs> eating a sandwich, watching your friends do naked little dick push-ups. Up, 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 all the way down. <laughs> Perfect. He goes, you don't. You think, you think you're cheating me? You're just cheating your your own uh, health. He goes, ooh, that is that is fresh white albacore. <laughs> um, I don't. Know, I'm sure there's people like uh, I, I've never. 
It's only when I was younger that I found it's like finding out your dad's in it. When I went to visit my dad, and in right. his in his weird like down in the basement, hidden away in some weird cabinet like porn magazine collection, there was one or two that had like uh, they weren't even magazine. They were just like shitty, almost like pamphlet magazines that were like tranny like you know a party line like it was awful it was like i didn't i don't know what the it would be for technically other than like the advertisements were all tranny stuff and i thought about that a lot when i was younger and then when i got old enough where i bought porn magazines frugally in a three-pack i realized that the one in the middle was always something like that so i mean in my own life i so, so one man's garbage Man's garbage is another man's treasure. That's what you learned very early in well, life. Listen, here's a point. I guess you could have thrown them out. <laughs> but, yeah, Jesus. Jay, this hey, is why you're telling yourself about why your dad had that magazine. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was in the trainees. I don't think he is. Uh, that's really funny, though. You go, Dad. An hey, apology. Yeah. Hey, Dad. <laughs> like, Jay's like, you know what it was? Was he was in the store. <laughs> and the Trandy magazine must have fallen off the shelf into the one he was buying. So you know what? <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, I think he was holding that magazine for a friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trandy magazine bullet theory. Yeah, yeah. he was. Trandy uh, magazine loops around the car, yeah. in, in the shoulder. Okay, yeah. you're just like it. The damnedest thing, you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. And I knew we were laughing about this when I found out about this. But it turns out my dad <laughs> we had a good chuckle about this already. I don't feel weird telling you. My so my and as I tell the excuse as I tell the excuse, it sounds like I'm trying to make it up because now here's the I just all it was was I. I thought I thought what you guys thought. No, no, no. I thought what you guys thought. I, I went through this already. But no, 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 no. You're wrong. You're wrong. This thing. One of the magazines stuck to my dad's work boot. He dragged it in the house. It yeah. was in the crawl space. He <laughs> forgot about it. They have one day. Jay just has one magazine fall into another magazine, and he's like, "That's what it was." Like there it just it happens is. to you at home by yourself, and you go, "That's that makes there sense now." You call him. Yeah, I just had it happen to me. I get it. I get it. In defense, in defense of your guy's argument here, I will say I bought three packs of things, and the middle one would be some kind of weird stuff like that that I wasn't into. I would just throw, I would just throw it away. <laughs> my, yeah. my dad put it away somewhere safely yeah. <laughs> where nobody would find I, it. Yeah, really deep, not that safe because you found it. Well, I was looking. I was, like, yeah. I, I was like, this son of a bitch has to have some point. I visit my dad. I see my dad, thought- I see my dad a week a year. What if he thought that's what you were into? He goes, I got some gay son that like, he's buying it for you. He goes, Gary, Gary, what are you up to this weekend? He goes, I got to plant some tranny mags around the house like an Easter egg hunt for my kid who's coming from Philly. He's into that. I'll tell you what, man. When you're MJ, if based on what you just said, if he just kept it because that, that, that thing would have been out on the dining room table. It's really, What's this? Eh, it's a fucking tranny man. Came in between two other ones. I don't know. I just yeah, thrown away. He put it in the safest place in the house. Well, no, no, no. My, my, step, <laughs> my, stepmother, my stepmother would freak out about him having any kind of porn, I think. 
But uh, well, just throw it away. Still, I mean, still, there's no excuse where I'm going. Well, maybe you would hide it. <laughs> you still. I don't have a good <laughs> argument against what you're saying, guys. Maybe my yeah, dad's in the, the trash. trash away, like when you walk out of the gas station, there's a trash can there, and you just throw like trash into that trash can. It's like, Dad, why didn't you just do that? And he's like, Well, they didn't. I didn't see it. I never saw the trash can. Yeah, instead, also, you, you bring Big J went on a. Oh, I was gonna say you went on a teenage Indiana Jones quest and found it fucking hidden deep in your house. Right. Also, he is, uh, what was his that? But he, he had also, like, uh, in fairness, though, you never opened the three pack of porn magazines till you got home. Very true. Sure. You, never you mentioned, uh, Jay, you mentioned stepmother. You sure about that, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen, yeah, has you ever seen her bits? You ever seen her bits and pieces? <laughs> you ever seen her flaps and folds, huh, Jay? Maybe your dad was there the whole time. Jay starts giving away clues about his stepmom. He's like, if she found porn, she would have had a heart on over it. What? <laughs> he goes, who do you think Tommy had to do a left-handed layup? My stepmom. Uh, your mom wants to get a urinal in the bathroom for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I saw your stepmom knock a guy out with a right cross yesterday. It was nuts. Nuts. It's nuts. Hey, hey, where did your mom where did your stepmom learn how to solder like that? <laughs> yeah, that was I found my dad's porn. That was the uh the only time I found it. Yeah, that was bizarre. It was so locked away. Not locked away, just tucked away. It was so tucked away. Uh what he had. But that's about the weirdest thing. My mom, I I'm trying to think I've never discovered anything weird about my mom. I mean, I guess my stepfather came around. There were some odd things, but like for the most part. Too crazy. I had a friend whose dad was like really into porn, like really into porn. Like you'd find it in the glove compartment in the car. What? Everywhere. Damn. Sorry, officer. That's not my registration. That's uh, chicks love to drink cum. Forty-eight. He would. He would. He would. He would read. This is how the porn he was. He would read the porn novels. So like I remember we were in we were in the car one day and his dad like stopped at the supermarket and ran inside and my buddy opened the glove compartment and a novel fell out called <laughs> Teacher's Pet. And it was look that up, Christine. Look that up right now. Yeah. The cover was like a kid fucking his teacher. Erotic and, um, fiction. Erotic fiction, yeah. teacher's pet. That's yeah, how in the porn this guy was. But I remember my friend telling me it was the first time I ever saw this. His dad had like really hardcore porn. And it was like chicks were spreading their vaginas open in it. And I remember my friend saying, like, man, I, I found this new porn in my dad's closet where, like, the woman shows their the insides of her vagina. We thought that was so crazy. We were like, yeah, we'd yeah. never heard anything like that. Well, that changed through our in our lives of being kids that would care about porn at all. That, that did definitely change in our life. I've seen like most porn was just like front on shots. Then it became a big deal when they were fucking splitting it. Yeah, that's not erotic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, if you got porn and you started trading it around, that was the dude, thing. Dude, I couldn't uh, read erotic. Although that said, it's, I'm really just not a reader because I definitely have watched a lot of shitty, shitty movies. Look at Teacher's Pet Wolf. Well, could you play a, a kid? There's a movie, there's a movie called Teacher's Pet. I would have just watched that if it was like an erotic movie. I would have watched that because of the nudity, for sure. Yeah. Right. That, uh, this is kind of. Uh, a little bit of what we're talking about, but I, just I, and I and just to say this, I, I talk about this in my act now. Uh, but so you know, you're talking about how we came up with the age of like where you had to do magazines, and then you'd have the internet. 
yeah. You know, that's a, that's a thing that's actually what we're called. It's uh, We're called like the Oregon Trail generation. We're a generation, I think all of us are, <laughs> we're in the middle of where we're the only generation that dealt, we get like both sides of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grew up, we had internet and we also had to grow up with no phones, no cell phones. So we're like, uh, and I, I just, uh, I, I say this in my act as like in my closer, I talk about, like, but it's, cause it's, uh, we're a generation that knows how to like, we know what it's like, you had to be home before dark, but we also know what it's like to have pagers and then cell phones in high school. And then, you know, I had AOL was my senior year in high school. It was like when uh, AOL came out. So yeah. you were the only generation that actually, and why, and I think it makes us a good generation because we know how to deal with both sides of people because those other sides hate each other because we kind of get, we're like, yeah, yeah, well, I get where you're coming from. But I also remember all these old things of like buying magazines and doing all that yeah, stuff. Nate, Nate me. Uh, me, you, and DeRosa, and and DJ Lou are pretty much like around the same age. In that, uh, I, I remember that very he's vividly. close though, because he's old as he's as old as my brother. And I think it's uh, it's, it's right here. I think it's like seventy six to eighty two is about. 70, the, yeah, it's, it's right here, seventy seven to eighty five. So I'm in it. Really, it's sure. Jay's birth year to my birth year is this micro generation, and it really is where it's like we it happened on top of us. Yeah, uh, well, but yeah. but Christine, but Christine, you say you remember internet like when you were a kid. Like no, when I, was I, a, when I was a kid, that that didn't exist. I mean, it's it's funny you say that, Nate, because my closer on my HBO special was about we got it when I was thirteen. I was thirteen years old, right when I got like right as I hit puberty. I've been a senior in high school. Yeah, you could just you could go on and see naked chicks online. It was fucking. When awesome. I was thirteen, like I didn't have a VCR in my. I don't think if I I don't know if I had a TV in my room. Dude, when I was thirteen. I mean, who? I who has stand-up on VHS? I had my first stand-up tapes for VHS. I had a bunch of stand-up on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to record it, and you, you'd have to send a tape in. You'd literally mail a VHS tape. I had one tape that was delirious and raw. I had another tape that was raw. My own stand-up. No, he's talking about sending in, like, yeah, a, a See, a that's packet. the difference. That's the difference. I never did stand-up on a tape. The closest... I did the mini DVDs was the first tape I ever got. It was like a, one of those small DVDs yeah, that you could play yeah. in a DVD player. The process, how, that's why they used to, that was one of the ways they would get you to pay for shows in comedy in the beginning too. They go, yeah, but you get a tape of it. And it was like a big deal. Like you'd get like a, a v, they give you a VHS of your show and you'd be like, what the fuck? My first three shows are on VHS. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you, still have, do you guys both have them? Jay, do you have the tapes? Have Here's the problem with my... This is going to go back to what we were talking about, everybody. Here's a problem. We can bring it right back. <laughs> we can't. Here's a problem with my. Is just Jay doing push-ups naked? Go, oh my god! <laughs> I had to weed through eventually and get rid of the, but I it probably took me way too late in life. To, I never looked at this stuff since I had. I haven't had an adapter to play these since I was like in my early twenties. Um, but what I, when I had just the bag of them there. Uh, forever just sitting around of these early sets of me and you can see me Kurt Toure are all people that are on these tapes uh, Denny Live Breakout Joe you know all those names we're all on these we're all on these tapes what's also unfortunate on these tapes why I had to get rid of uh, me. all of them is because I couldn't tell which ones there's going to be what I was considering awesome to have was the homemade pornography of my ex-girlfriend when I was younger not overthinking that it was like, oh, it's actually child pornography. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't at the time when I got it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like to still own it for the reasons that I'm like, oh, I don't know what tapes are what. Do you know what I mean? 
I kind of had to scrap all of it. And I remember coming back with one where I found one of them that was this years ago at, at Lewis's apartment. God mm-hmm. damn, man. I think a dec- over a decade ago. We uh, we were at his apartment. I was showing old clips of that. But these tapes were also lived in my mom's house for a while. And Joey, I think you might remember this. Was this, uh, was this the Staten Island? The girl is like, yeah, Jay, Jay. Stat- not Staten Island. It was Philly. Not it was Staten Philly. Philly New Jersey, yeah. But but it was mm-hmm. yes, it was that girl, and it was those things. Yeah, but not that I've seen these tapes. I'd like to go on the. That was an audio. Never that, seen the, yeah. That's all audio, anyway. That, that, was the whole, that was the whole point of that. That was the whole point of that, that joke that I used to tell the story. That it was a, it was audio, which I do have that somewhere. Um, but it was the uh, no, the one video we were watching. I was watching at Lewis's house, and you could see that my parents, through time and family, had just taped over these things. So it'd be like a little bit of my set, and then it would get those lines on the screen, and then it would go up, and then it'd be like my little brother playing. I swear to you like a wrestling video game, like filming him oh, and his friends funny. playing a game. And then it would go back to like, be like another comic. And then it would, would it do the lines. Would yeah. it be like, and then it would yeah. come back. Oh, yeah. and, then it would do, and then it would do the lines again. And then one time it just came and you, just, it was so quick. I couldn't get to the stop button. And Lewis and Dave were sitting there in the room and he goes, uh, you see my stepfather going there, there. <laughs> turn around and my mom just turns around as her big cans just hanging out goes, okay, Joe, stop it and i went ah i'd like dive over a table like <laughs> yeah, my mom's tits that. and my stepfather be like Dare. yeah joe i said i think you saw that Dare. Dude, your mom your mom's your mom's tits haunted you from 10 years ago that's hilarious Dude, it was so <laughs> fucking funny just but this is the best my, my stepfather being a creep too Dare. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Your parents not being parents is yeah, so well, great. When they're acting like people, yeah. hey, hey, turn yeah. around. Show your yams. She says, yeah. stop <laughs> the camera. Stop it. Oh, stop stop it. it, Joe. You're a dog. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember that, dude. I remember that. It, it, you, you, you were a good sport about it when it happened with me. You just, you just yeah. kind of laughed. Yeah, what, what, what are you going to do? Yeah, do? It's my mom's big old boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Her big Jewish yeah, boobs. They were. <laughs> so so you don't have any more sets on tape though jay right or do you have like snippets that we could see possibly one I day think the, the only it would be that tape that has my mom's tits on it still yeah joe DeRosa, do you have any uh do you have any sets on tape yeah i got a box of, of tapes like you think we could box? also find would vecchione also be on those uh yeah you know uh, burr talked about it one time like showing everybody's old first sets I just heard randomly somewhere, but they'd be great to like get everybody's. Mine has, I have a beard gin strap. Dude, I'm yeah. wearing a double XL Adidas shirt and holding a rolling rock. It is bad. I definitely have a big silver chain on and I'm, I'm doing my, my, my vernacular is all in the like, yo, you know, when you talk to a, to a bitch in a club, right? Like I'm doing all that shit. For How sure. funny would it be to see someone's yeah. and they're still doing the joke from that video? Like you're still you like worked that and you go, hey, well, it's a pretty good joke. Yeah. I think so. I think some version of one of those jokes in there when I saw that tape years later was like definitely a thing where I was like, nah, I've got some version of that still. Yeah. I, I probably do too. I mean, I think the joke about a, about hooking up with a girl who was fat also, and seeing like that was uh looking like I'm gonna fuck myself. I think I had some version of that for a long, long time. Well, you were you a prodigy. Have, here's the thing. 
the thing. Just because it was early doesn't mean it was bad. It's like a lot of the time when you're first starting out, you have like great premise ideas, but you're not you you can't fully realize them yet because you're not you know your skill set isn't together. But you'll you'll you you have great creative thoughts back then still. And then sometimes you go back and you go, oh, that was like a good premise that I just didn't know how to pull off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you know, speaking of a good premise we had before that was making me laugh on this, that the thing about like your dad, what do you thought about me, my dad, about thinking I was gay maybe, uh, was because I got to say, when you are a fat kid though, it's hard for a fat kid to not look gay because you have no facial hair. Your face gets feminine almost because it gets so big and boy, and your little fat boobs body. <laughs> all all little fat kids look sort of like they're gonna be gay. Yeah, it's a very effeminate thing to be like a fat kid. Well, I, I think it'd be hard to be a little fat kid that gets flustered because then I think you'd be like, oh, this kid's gay. Christine's falling apart because she's like she's realizing that I'm right. Think of every little fat kid on TV shows. You're almost like that kid's gonna become. It's like, yeah. And I'm telling you, when they get flustered and they're like, ah, you're almost like, all right, chill Mom, out. everyone's saying the thing and trying to take my cupcakes. <laughs> We're out of chips. I want more chips. Swimming <laughs> with your T-shirt on, like all the things. Yeah. That... Oh, yeah. Having fucking chap lips because you just fucking ate all the gushers. Whatever the reason is, I, I think I've said on the show before, whatever the reason is, <laughs> and it's just something I've from from day one until now the same re my heart of hearts always wants to leave a shirt on anytime I've swam since I was a kid and always had the realization from as far back as I remember going like camp and shit when you were a kid and I hated taking my shirt off for all that stuff uh, was that I, uh, I I just knew like you draw more attention being like in the shirt and then and then I uh, that was funny I tell you when the kids uh I think I got a kid uh, fired, a camp counselor fired one time because the camp counselors, it really was like Friday the 13th when I was young. This camp I went to, the counselors were like asshole kids who were like be kind of shitty to us because they're just really trying to fuck the girl counselors and everything. They were just kind of shitty dudes. They're trying to be awesome and you little pudge monsters were getting in their way. Yeah, and me particular little pudge monster, they were, they were trying to do a thing like <laughs> they were trying to put me on the shirts and skins. I, I think I asked one of them like, away from the group like don't do that to me please because i don't want to be embarrassed <laughs> that's so funny he just, like, on the like, sidebar you go yeah. hey hey real quick over here and he's got the whistle he goes what's up Jason? yeah hey guys take a knee real quick <laughs> keep coming come a little bit farther come to me <laughs> <laughs> a, little a little bit farther a little bit farther no you come here no no i need you to come here okerson okerson what's up and you go so i heard through the pipes that there's going to be a skins versus shirts game <laughs> i'm asking i'm asking to be on the shirt stand man this is gonna... i've asked for a lot i don't think i've asked for a lot um but i think uh i think my uh what he did i remember him like forcibly trying to put me on the skins team and instead i didn't play and I went home, and I think I told my grandmother that he put his hands on me, and I think he got, and she called him gun fire. Oh Jesus! He put you on the skins thing, and you go, "All right, hey, can I talk to you again over here? I'm gonna ruin your life now, dude." <laughs> you put your hands on a child. He's like, "I didn't put my hands on you." He goes, "You might as well have, motherfucker." <laughs> you didn't even get to give me a free shot right now. You, you're gonna want to earn it because you're gonna pay the price for it either way. <laughs> guess what, hot shot? You guess what, hot shot? You just stepped in shit. I'm gonna go home and fucking. Get, I'm taking your badge.
I'm going to tell my name on everything. Buddy, bring your. She writes letters. Buddy, bring your ear down to my mouth. I am going to fucking end you. That guy has to be bent over and he's like, what's that? He's like, bent all the way down. He's like, what? Even the thought of them, because it's the fucking, they're just smoking cigarettes and they're like, hey, that kid seemed pretty mad that you he sat out basketball. He said he was going to get you in trouble. He goes, what is he going to do? And then they come back and they go, you hit that child. He goes, that, fat, <laughs> that, that fat gay kid got pretty weird at the end there, huh? You know, that fat kid, you go, you mean that gay kid? And they go, that guy sees you now with the blue hair, and he goes, I told you. I told you. (laughs) Right at summer camp. I got fired from camp. What happened? A fat queen. (laughs) (laughs) That little princess got mad that I wanted his little titties to flop out. Uh, I don't know. Apparently, Ursula stomped home to her mom and fucking. Uh, dude, that's, the, the, the idea of children lying to get an adult fired is one of the most funny and fucked up things. The humiliation of walking away because I will not. Here's the thing. I swim with my shirt off because uh, I assume like most of the time I'll just stay neck deep in the water. He goes, you're asking me to take off my shirt and run one, the slowest of everybody, and drawing all that attention and just my little wiggling bot. It's been so fucked in short shorts. You know, this is like fucking the 80s. I've like, shorts on. You run in the lake, you run to the neck deep part. Like, you just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Jay, come back. We're not going that deep. And you, and you just get to where you're here. Yeah. And you're like, I'm good right here. If I if we were all shallow end, I would have my asshole on the ground of the floor of that pool. I Whatever it took... <laughs> To get my neck deep in that pool, <laughs> I was such an insecure. Jump off a diving board? Yes. Yeah. Well, there's no such thing as slow mo cell phones right now. Oh, if you if you look at a fat person slow mo off a diving board, I mean, I bet it is just world class hilarious. There's a, uh, there's a there's a pool there's a pool in Aurora where I grew up called Utah Swimming Pool, and it had a high dive. It had like a one that you could like, you know, regular diving board into the pool, and then you could go to the high dive and go off. And did you guys ever see kids buck and try to get off the high dive because they were too afraid, so they had to climb out? That might be one of the highest shrieks you could ever hear a child make, where they're like, "Who are you down? Are you? I won't do a, I won't do a high dive to this day. I wouldn't. I, I, I did it one time. It was the scariest thing I ever did. Yeah, I did it one time at Radnor Rolls. I remember had a pool, and I, I went there and did it. I did it on like a dare, and I did it once, and I said I didn't go. I didn't go back or try to get back down, but I ne- I knew when I was up there, I was like, I'm doing this, but I'll never climb this ladder again. The ladder Dude, this, climb was the scariest part. The ladder climb scarier. The Utah swimming pool was an indoor pool, and it was under one of those bubbles, you know. So you would get up there and on the high dive, you just like you'd be closer to the bubble, even though you like weren't under it. It felt like you were right under it. And you're like, fuck, fuck, and you just go and just do a pin drop. You're like, yeah. I saw. Uh, I remember going to in Louisville, Kentucky, where my parents from. We'd go there and visit our family, and we were they had a high dive, and this and a guy's dad was like going to catch the kid off the high dive, and the kid landed, and his two front teeth stuck in his dad's head. 
and they had to get like they i remember the dad was in the wheel like they pushed him in like a wheelchair he had a big towel over his covering his head kid, I mean, who's gonna catch your kid the, ta- the towels over the kid still stuck in his head dad 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 they try to move they try to move the kid like a wedged axe they're like Fuck it. Get him. Hey, there he goes like, stop talking son stop talking it hurts stop talking it hurts Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Just breathing on his forehead. Jesus Christ. I don't understand. Why did the dad want to catch the kid? Don't start dissecting my story that I might have made up. (laughs) But it's... uh, No, the kid, the the dad was like, you know how you'd catch your... You know, my daughter jumps off the side. You're kind of there, and you kind of let them jump to you. And so I think he was essentially kind of like, once the kid was going to land, he was going to like kind of just be able to grab him quickly. But I'm sure he didn't like time it out to be like, well, the jump's probably farther than you think out. And when the kid came down, he came down on top of his dad. I bet the dad thought. It wasn't a high dive. It was on a high dive. So he was just standing there and he should have been way back. And then, you know, in hindsight. I bet there was a quick moment where the dad was like, got him. I'm right under him. He's just playing him like a center fielder. He's like, come on. Come on. Dive. And he comes in. He's like, tink. Crazy. You have a lot of time to think as he's careening towards you. You're like, man, he's picking up speed, huh? He's close. Oh, it's like wow. a baseball player. Like, <laughs> fly ball comes to you, and you, you realize you're too – it's still going to go over you. And you have to run backwards a little oh, bit. Wow. Like you're like, oh, oh. overshot that one. Wow. No, 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 no. Whoa, Billy's Billy's flying. Oh shit. He starts swimming backwards. Yeah. Oh god, Billy. He can't really move. He's like, oh. Dad, just going, close your mouth, close your mouth, close your mouth, close your mouth, close your mouth. No, 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 breathe out your nose. Oh. That moment of realization when he realizes he's just way too close. Did anybody watching the Greg Lugane? Did you remember watching the Greg Luganus? Yes. When I remember watching that. Oh, yeah, for sure. He hit his head on the he dive. He goes, he's up for the patoo. <laughs> it was like so quick it's into a... the thing. Like, I never by saw the way, that. He has AIDS. Oh, bring it up. Greg, that Lugan- out right there. Greg Luganus hits head diving. And then also slow motion fat person diving board. <laughs> yeah, we got to get, get both of those hits in there. I remember the Greg Luganus I watched. I remember watching that a lot. Like it scared me from high dive. Terrifying. Yeah, that was, that was really scary. I took a swimming class, and the graduation was in front of all the parents at the pool, the indoor pool. And one of the things you had to do was go off the high dive, and we had never done it. And that's the only time I ever did it. And I stood on the high dive for no joke, ten minutes. I was I was like six or five, and Jeff, I was, Jeff, I was Jeff, yeah, Jeff. It, was, it was dead silent for the entire time, and I was scared to do it. And I finally jumped, and as soon as I jumped, the the entire fucking place like cheered. <laughs> like I finally that's, did it. That's also my big thing. I hate being like center of attention shit. Like, oh yeah, dude. Uh, that, and that's dive is the most center of attention. No one. You always see someone jump off the high dive. It's every time someone does it, everybody looks. It's also like basically you parading your fear of heights for everyone in the vicinity to be like, oh look, that kid's definitely afraid. When you're like, like you had to walk out like a serial killer and just hop off, and they're like, well, I'm not gonna sit next to that kid in class. He's a psycho. Very small window, by the way, of people being encouraging to being like, jump your fat ass off the fucking board. Yeah, dude, it goes, that's what I'm saying. That's why I brought this up is because I remember people being like, oh, okay, sweetie, just do it. And then eventually it just turns into like, jump, fucking jump. <laughs> Buddy Sunday. 
Ah, and then the kid's like, ah, ah. like, oh, great, now he's not going to oh, jump. Now the fucker's crying. Dude, comedy, comedy Gives Back was eight hours and 40 fucking yeah, minutes. That's eight hours and 40 minutes. It's insane. That's so crazy. It's insane. I can't believe that. Get that time back, tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it back, but you can always watch it again for eight hours and thirty eight minutes. Apparently. Guys, yeah, in dude. all fairness, in all fairness, it felt like fourteen and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, here it is. This beautiful here boy. Never seen this. No AIDS yet. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I believe. Oh. Oh. I'm almost positive. Don't quote me. I think that's how he got it. <laughs> it was on the edge of the oh. <laughs> edge of the board. He goes, the doctor goes, have you ever been in any gay, gay bathhouses? Have you hit any diving boards? <laughs> it's not a gay oh, disease. Shit. Hey. It's a gay diver. Yeah, dude, that's his fucking skull. Yeah. Oh. A lot of people say that's what made him gay. Dude, by the beginning. It knocked the gay into him? <laughs> <laughs> it knocked the gay into him afterwards and goes, hey, do you want my help? And he goes, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. He goes, he goes I don't know. I just kind of just want to get away and just hang with some boys. These sexy-ass paramedics got it handled, bitch. Beat it. He goes, I don't know. What's up with this What up, What's up with this hotties torso? And they'd all go sit in the hot tub while they waited. To, like, you'd always, yeah. they'd always show me in a hot tub just, like, lounging. Up, for dudes? their turn. <laughs> yeah. A guy, uh, a guy went to Lugan and she's like, "I got a great idea for a movie. You hit your head so hard you turn gay. Now you don't like it? Fuck you! I'll take it to Schumer. Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who wants to buy it? Schumer does. Uh, Dude, here we go. Um, yes. This guy is definitely in better shape than I ever was as a child. <laughs> Also, he just looks already like he's. Oh, oh there God. it is. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's why. Not a fucking chance in hell you would catch me doing this, running with my shirt off. All right, guys, let's take a, a break right here, and we're going to come right back. We're hanging out with Nate Bargatze, Joe DeRosa. It's the bonfire. And now, back to the bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Welcome back to the bonfire. Quarantine tapes. Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95. I'm Dan Soder. That's Big J Okerson. Joined by the crew and Joe DeRosa and Nate Bargetsy today. Bobby Kelly did this when we all went swimming up by his place. When he was wearing his shirt in the pool. Yeah. It like he tried to hang on to... Dude, someone not just saying, like, I'm embarrassed and i'd rather wear a shirt yeah. i think i can get past that i can't make fun of you that long for that because i also feel it a bit but i'll make fun of you i'll be fat as shit as myself and make fun of your fat ass if you're trying to give me other reasons why you need that shirt on dude the here's the thing there's fucking i got this Son. skin condition yeah. where i can't have a touch the skin you. dude he did it in the ocean on the joker cruise remember he had the shirt on the whole the chlorine yeah. dude you see the chlorine gets in the thing the chlorine does what does it not do to your hands and legs, you asshole? Yeah, that's, uh, that's why he dropped his phone in the ocean because he said it was waterproof. Still the best. Remember that? Nate's, yeah. Nate had the line. That, I, I I know that line inside now because it made me so happy. He was making fun of Christine lost her her phone her over the, the side, <laughs> off the side of the boat by accident. You know, she fucking dropped it and watched it go into the thing. And Bobby was kind of making fun of her, busting her balls for it. And he goes, shit, he goes, should have a waterproof phone like this. He goes, what time does it make us waterproof? It went into the ocean. We're not going to find it. He goes, yeah, this is waterproof up to whatever. And then we were like, waterproof or water resistant? He's like, 
Hmm. Proof that he just started being so confident. He goes, "You could drop this thing right here," and Nate just goes, "He was Steve Jobs." Like, <laughs> and Nate looks at him. The first words of this whole conversation Nate had were, "Why don't you put your money where your mouth is?" And then, and then Bobby did actually this motion. He goes, looked at Nate, and he goes, "Oops." And then Christine dove down for it like he dropped a thousand dollars. Uh, which he might as well have, and brought it up, and then immediately broken. It shut down after he did that. Oops. 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 Great. So cocky, Great. dude. He was so. He so couldn't south. get it going. So fucking funny. And, and it didn't, if I remember correctly, it didn't work for the remainder of the, it's not like it dried out and came back on. It, it no, never worked. The best part, right? It dried out and came back on, and for a minute he was like, yeah, dude, told you, it's fine. Now. And then he was like, nah, it ain't. <laughs> yeah. Doing all kinds of crazy other glitchy shit. Yeah, it just started blacking out randomly. What a lunatic. I would never take that fucking risk if you didn't have to. No, but but also to to, to take it on a, when you're in a fucking Caribbean island or wherever the fuck we were, <laughs> it's like, dude, you're not at the you're not at the neighborhood pool. No, you know speak, what I mean? There is no run to the for sure. We we're an island where a lot of people are swimming with their shirts on, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, also again, I don't swim with a shirt on, and my one of my favorite things Nate knows this to do in water is underwater flips. It's the only time a fat person will feel weightless, and because uh, I can't skydive, and I don't think that fan the indoor skydiving will blow me up. And so, uh, so uh, I do flips in the water, and I'm so I was so happy Bobby's phone got broken because when he was telling us that it's like it's good for underwater stuff, this without telling me he took a video of me fatly shirtlessly doing a flip underwater, and he goes, "Look how cool that looks, dude!" I go, "It doesn't look cool. Like my nips look my it looks like my nipples are hitting my chin at points." The worst video ever. I was so happy that you convinced him to destroy that phone. You went, you went, you went to the boat and told them that he put hands on you, so they fired him. <laughs> so, you know, he touched me, and he said, "There's more where this came from." So put it all on his phone. He put it all on his Jay, phone. How did he? How did he take videos of you underwater? How did he do that? Well, because he would do it a little bit and then bring it back up. So, because that's how it's supposed to work. Is like where you can. It's water resistant oh, up to five feet. Water resistant. It. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, went like this. He really did the like the oops and it went in the water. He had to go like find it. Do you know what I mean? Like it was ridiculous. Uh for Christ's sake. Man, I don't uh, know why. I just went I just dove after it. Dude, I hate ocean water of any kind. Christine loves it. Ocean water is the right when I started getting comfortable while we were out in that ocean water, just getting was it you Nate it happened to? Somebody was on a raft of some sort. And a goddamn a gull or whatever came down and snapped something out of the water and took a bunch of chomps and just, like, dropped dead fish parts on somebody. Was it you, Nate? What do I think it was you? I don't think it is. Yeah. I went, oh! yeah. I, like, freaked out. I'm like, it's so fucking gross. That's exactly. I'm like, oh, you just reminded me why I hate the ocean. There's sea life in there with us. The ocean. You're so happy when you're in the ocean water. I don't know I'm how you pool. can say you don't like it when you're sliding. I'm, I'm a pool guy. Love what, about a pool. A, uh, what about a lake where you can't even see beneath no, it? That's, that's too murky. Not a chance, yeah. dude. Not a chance. Also, I'm not going to be the ass. I'm also not going to be the asshole. I could watch for hours people eating shit on mistiming and being too fat for rope swings into a lake. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> fat people getting dragged across fucking rocks and shit because they, they missed time. Yeah. Or they thought they can hold their body weight up on a rope. I'm like, why do you think you can do that if you've never done that before in your life? Also, by the way, the worst part of a lake is getting out of the lake, what you have to step on. Like a beach has nice sand and a pool has patio. A lake, it's like walk through this dirt with rocks and there's like bottles oh, over here. It's nasty, dude. It's oh, dude, you're so a broken a, bottle. Like a, it's just like a sharp rock. <laughs> butts. A sharp rock and fucking weird pebbles. Dude, the best. You step on a, where you see someone step on a rock walking out and they're just like, <sighs> go down. Best case scenario for getting out of a lake. This is as good as it's going to get. It would. That's as good as it'll get. Yeah. Just get up on this dock. Yeah. Or super padders. Super padded down goes, mud. Super padded down mud, maybe. For me, yeah. it goes, for if we're going uh, water, it goes pool, ocean, lake. I'm just pool, man. I'll, I'll never Ocean's my number your top one. three. I would never go ocean the rest of my that. life. What are the other choices? <laughs> pool, uh, baby pool out back of my house. You say of the. <laughs> you go up to New York, like Lake George, it's like clear water. It's pretty unbelievable. You're clear water. There's just there's stuff. Water. Go to Clearwater, Florida. I'll be there two weeks from now. We're still no, doing shows. Oh, no, you are. <laughs> yeah, Nate's just uh, complete. <laughs> Nate's, Nate's on his ignoring the government tour. Yeah. <laughs> three shows show Saturday. If you really were that one guy that's like, fuck it, guys, come on in. Let's do you it. You want to come out and see me? I'm like, them people seeing Louis C.K. I'm like, people want to see him. They want to see him. Dog, look at my show. Yeah. If people want to come, they want to come. I don't know. That's, the best thing you do that is write a report. Goes, hey, guess what, guys? Sunday show just added. <laughs> yeah, added oh. I added a Monday show. You go, I'm not going to lie. 2020 was the most profitable year I've ever had on my life. I'll tell you what was so, and Nate was part of this the other day. Nate did uh, Legion of Skanks this week. It's coming out uh, on Friday. It was a uh, fun. I honestly thought Legion of Skanks would be the thing that ends my career, and I'm slowly starting to become, it's going to be Bonfire, actually. 100%. After that, after that riddle we had all the first hour. It like a breeze, like after what we've had to talk about on here. Well, I'm sorry we asked the hard-hitting questions, Nate. Maybe <laughs> you should worry about that. You would never try scuba diving? I've done scuba I would, diving. I would try it. I would try it for sure. Scuba diving is unbelievable. I did a night scuba diving, uh, and it's crazy. It's pitch dark. You can see nothing. And you stay, say people get confused. They don't know if they're upside down or not. And so, like, that's a big problem is, like, because you can go and, like, you end up going the wrong direction, especially because you get too low. You can't see, you know. He loves that you shit. You know which way you want to go. Yeah, I did a couple of night dives, but I wouldn't – I went with a guide the whole time because yeah, you're it's you don't know which way's up. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't skydive. To answer Dan's question from earlier, if we're fuck Mary killing it, I'm I'm marrying that ocean. I'm fucking that pool. I'm killing the lake. The ocean's <laughs> the best. I can't believe you guys don't like it's like the ocean's the only thing where you can it's so it's so no other type of water is that accessible. There's no production to it. It's you hop off the towel, you run in, you get out, you go back to the towel. It's all the back and forth you've ever wanted. Even with a pool, there's there's some sort of navigation to get in and to get out again, like whatever. Like just and then you also get the waves, man. Waves are fucking awesome. It adds such a nice element to it, you know. I think the lake has made some strides, and there's they're doing some sand at the <laughs> lake. The, the, you can walk right into a, a shore. Doing that a little bit now in the lake world. 
A lake is disgusting, you trash. <laughs> Drake, get it through your head. I don't know why in your koozy thick head can't get this through. Lakes suck. Uh, Nate, Nate's pool, like, you have a pool, mate? No. No? Would you want one at your house? I would. I mean, the only thing that scared you was that you have a kid. And so that's the only thing that, yeah, like. Yeah. Nate, uh, follow-up question. Do you have good coleslaw at your barbecue restaurant? That would be my follow-up question. They do. I'm not Slaw. a coleslaw fan. Whatever I'm, trying to Whatever I'm trying to think of from Skanks, it was something that Dave Smith said. I can't remember what it was. God damn it. I don't know. But appreciate it. Was before, it was before Tom Green came on, for sure, which was, dude, Lewis was. When Dave said the world was going to end, and it's going to be. Uh, yeah, Dave's all gloom and doom. He's like, when this Dave, is he's like, our kids are going to like live in, uh, have to wear a uniform. Yeah, he's like, it's going to be a totalitarian. Definitely not fun to talk to right now. He is no fun. Nate, you go, you want to know who's a bummer to talk to right now? Dave. Wow, that's a tough one. Dave Smith Smith goes, I think we're going to merge out of this with a busted economy. And Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad we just talked that through. It just made me remember what I was going to say. So Dave was talking about the gloom and doom, and he was like, I think this is going to be, and I think we can all have something funny on this. That's why I want to bring it up. He goes, I think when we come out of this, you're going to see it's going to be a way worse uh, situation than we had in 2008. You know, the financial collapse 2008, I think it's going to be way worse than that. We're going to see it. I go, oh, that doesn't seem like such a bad thing. 2008 seemed like it wasn't all that bad. And then me and Nate just started going. I told you this yesterday, Joey. Me and Nate just mm-hmm. going through 2008. One of the dates, like, I did Conan. I did JFL. I was Gotham, like, JFL. I was like, New faces. I, I was like, I got my half hour special on Comedy Central. I got to the gal at Montreal. I started Z Rock that year. I go, fantastic <laughs> fucking year, 2008. We went to the Z Rock party afterwards. Yeah. Jay was on TV. Jay was on a TV show. You're the first person to ever see me on a TV show. Bananas of how great 2008 was. <laughs> I go, how, who does the economy thing hit? That would be great if if that was the, the, the barometer. Like every year the president would come out and be like, economy is doing pretty good this year. Okerson did Conan. So uh, we're straight. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Puxatawney Phil of the, fucking, exactly. of, the, of the economy. They go, He's doing pretty good. Dan, was your, 2008, was your 2008 like particularly bad because of the economy? Then? Dude, I made the most money I ever made at Dos Caminos the day the market crashed. I was working a fucking cl- closing shift on the pad. We, I was in Midtown. I was right by all those companies. Those guys came in and got so drunk at 3 p.m. I walked with $390 on a lunch. A king's ransom. That's after tip Now that, Now, Soder, that makes sense that you remember that because that's a significant event. Jay and Nate. How the fuck do you guys remember what you did in 2008? Like, how are you remembering, like, that was my big, like, they were pinnacle my big year. Cause that was, cause I got, cause I got live at Gotham. I did a Conan and I'd got new faces. So those were, those were my big, like first big things I got. I remember pivotal events in my career. Couldn't tell you what goddamn day or year they had happened. Not even year. close. I know the year, <laughs> I know the 2010s when I went on tour yeah. with the bands. Uh, it was also when here's my special. Uh, I did a half hour. I might have done a comedy central. But when did you do presents, Joe? Wait, you got I, I, this is what I'm saying. I have no idea. You, you can tell me the year before. I could almost probably tell you then. When did you I get? You got new face. Didn't you do Montreal before me? Like, 
Yeah. When I was like two years into comedy, and I still can't tell you the year, even though knowing I was two years into comedy. <laughs> I, I could almost tell you. I could almost tell. Because I think me, Joe, and Vecchione are basically the exact same years. How long have you done comedy now, Joe? Are you at 17? I'm no, I'm coming up on 20 years, I think. Oh, because you started. You, you and me, you and Vecchione, I always look at it as like we were the three. Because Jay was, I thought, right above us. I'm 20. And I'm like 20. I'm me, like 21 me, years you old. and Vecchione were like the same age, and like kind of. I mean, Vecchione's 104, but he's like a turtle. Yeah. He's like a tortoise. Yeah. But, uh, he's just a, a turtle from the Galapagos Islands. <laughs> he's like an old turtle that just got put in a zoo, and he's like that's a pretty old tortoise, but he'll be live another 40, 50 years. He'll be here. He'll be for. He'll be here for all yeah. of it. Vecchione's eyes have gotten tinier with every passing year. I remember that kid just had a. Big wide set of eyes on him. <laughs> Vecchione, Vecchio, I feel like is like uh, I feel like he's been forty five years old since the day I met him. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's one of the he's one of the pictures uh, at the at the um, in The Shining. When you just see him, you're like, you've been the same age the whole time. You've always been here, Michael. You've always been. Well, DeRosa, <laughs> Nate, thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, we Thanks, love fellas. you guys. Are we done, Christine? Are we all done? Oh wow! It feels like Dan's rushing us off. Know, guys, I, guys, I get out of here. My other friends are coming uh, over. Joe, 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 Nate, thanks yeah. for coming. Appreciate you, it. Guys, uh, another Zoom hang coming. You guys to see other people coming in the room. Like, I go, God, not yet, not yet, guys. Uh, Dan, Dan's got a 15-year-old boy coming over to do naked push-ups. He doesn't want you guys to see him. I gotta Skype him in. They go, Just hang on a second, go, Kyle. Hang on a second, Kyle. Guys, I can wrap this up. Hey, Mr. S, I'm here to do my push-ups. Jeez, it's fucking. I need a minute. I need a minute. I need a minute over there, Andrew. Andy, I need Andy, a minute, Andy. Andy, zoom out. Andy, zoom out. Zoom out and then zoom back in. <laughs> he pops up in this meeting. He goes, Dan, are we going to do the thing? Okay. Okay, buddy. Okay, before bud. We, before we go, DeRosa told me this the other day, and I, I, I there's no I guess to find the footage. I guess no one's going to release it, but that was the thing about the the people hacking the Zoom meetings and just saying. Well, I, like, saw it. I saw it on TikTok. Yeah, where they're like crashing classes. Yeah, but the, well, the one was like a, a big like business meeting, and a guy chimed in and started yelling the N word and flapping his dick around. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're on Google, you're like, well, we, what are the new advancements? What technology? And we go just dropping yeah. N bombs and flacking dick. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to, guys, how are we going to troll this new technology? You know what, man? The hits are hits for a reason. I say we stick with them. <laughs> <laughs> Drop some hit, hard end bombs, and flap your dick on the screen. Yeah, there's what no reason you, to innovate. The technology's there. But nice. you, have a, you have a show, though, that if that happened right now, everybody would just assume it's regular programming. <laughs> you go, oh, they, they got a guy to flap his dick on the bonfire. He's a, he's a camper. We can assume it was Lewis. Cracker, crackle. Cracker, crackle. It's fun. It's all, it's all fun. Uh, Nate, okay. Joe, thank you guys so much. Uh, Funny shit. We'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Uh, you tomorrow. Of course, for the whole crew, B-Rod, Dan Soder, I love you, buddy. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us, and we'll catch you next time on the bonfire. Crackle, crackle. Bye-bye.